Good morning, listeners. Good morning. We're getting closer and closer to the birth of Christ. We're getting closer. Don't forget, Jesus is the reason for the season. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he maketh me lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters he restoreth my soul he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. I know forgiveness can be painful, but listeners, you gotta forgive, especially this time of year. Turn the other cheek. You don't know what people are going through. Show kindness. What would Jesus do? Embrace others, put your arms around them, and just know that people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. Amen. And now God's strength for each day. Jeremiah chapter one, verse seven says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Jeremiah made the mistake of telling God he was too young to be a prophet after God had clearly assigned this important role to him. God corrected Jeremiah. This is one of the many biblical examples that teach us to discipline ourselves regarding what we say especially what we say to God, and to make sure that what we say agrees with his will. 
God has a great plan for your life. Perhaps a plan you have never thought about or a plan that will seem too big or too challenging for you. But you can see for sure that if God thinks you are able to do it and he calls you to it, then you most definitely can do it. You may need certain skills, training, experience, or relationships to prepare you to answer God's call. If so, he will arrange those things for you. What do you believe God is calling you to do? Begin today, listeners, to agree with what God says about you and your abilities. As he leads you, take a step of obedience to demonstrate that you believe his call, that you trust him, and that you are confident that he will give you everything you need to fulfill his great plan for your life. Pray with me. Father, help me to say what you say about me and to believe I can do everything that you call me to do. In Jesus' name, amen. And listeners, we are to talk less and listen more. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 2 says, Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven and you are on earth. So let your words be few. Throughout scripture, even in Proverbs, the Bible's book of wisdom, we read about the folly of talking too much and the wisdom of holding our tongues. Sadly, this is often not the case. We speak many words that should be left unsaid, but once they leave our mouth, once they leave our mouth, we cannot get them back. Some may be harmless, but others cause trouble. In anger, we may speak words that deeply hurt another person. Even after we apologize, the damage is done, and the person who is wounded does not easily forget it. We may commit to do something without thinking it through, and then when the time comes to do it, we have a begrudging attitude or we don't do it at all. These things are not pleasing to God, and they are harmful to relationships. According to James chapter 3, verse 8, no one can tame the tongue, so we should make our speech a matter of regular prayer. Ask God to let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in his sight. Our words are containers for power, so let's make sure they are positive and life-giving. Amen. Pray with me. Father, I ask you to help me think before I speak and let my words be few. I repent for any verbal commitments I've made and not kept. Thank you for helping me, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 19 says, I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. To be born again means that we accept Jesus as the perfect sacrifice for our sins and we receive him as Lord and Savior. At this time of spiritual new birth, he gives us a new heart and a new spirit. Ezekiel refers to this as a heart of flesh and it replaces our old heart of stone. This new heart is sensitive and responsive to the Lord and eager to please him. When God puts a new heart and a new spirit within us, I say that he gives us a new want to. And this is why after we become Christians, we find ourselves wanting to do things that we've never done before and not wanting to do things that we once enjoyed before we knew the Lord. We may not live differently overnight after our salvation experience, but over a period of time, our desires and motivations do change. A new heart gives us a fresh, godly desire and a new spirit gives us the ability to accomplish them. Getting a new heart and a new spirit is not a one-time occurrence. As long as we walk with God, he continually renews our desires and our ability to respond to him. Maybe you sense a fresh new desire right now. So listeners, ask God to show you what he is leading you to do with it. And then please follow him in obedience. Pray with me. Father, thank you for giving me a new heart and a new want to. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Let us pray for a minute. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Father, help me choose to love intentionally everyone who comes across my path. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, help me learn to live in the moment and thoroughly enjoy it rather than rushing through life and being impatient. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, no matter how my situation looks right now, give me grace and strength to keep trusting you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, Thank you for creating me in your image. What a great privilege it is to have the ability to emulate you and to display your nature to the world. I am your ambassador and I pray you will help me represent you 
well. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, help me to stand strong for righteousness and remain loyal to you in every situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, help me to use my words in positive, truthful ways so that I may love life and see good days in Jesus' name. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10 says, Whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. Peter offers, offers simple, succinct advice to anyone who wants to enjoy life. We could summarize his advice by saying, speak well and speak truth. Do good and seek peace intentionally. I want to focus today's devotion on the importance of our words. We can enjoy life even under difficult circumstances if we keep our tongue from evil. We may think we do not speak evil because we do not say things that are blatantly horrible or mean or frightening, but to keep from speaking evil, we also need to refrain from speaking negatively, refrain from complaining, refrain from spewing anger and gossiping. When 1 Peter 3.10 says, we should keep our lips from speaking deceit. It means more than simply not telling harmful lies. It means that we should not use our words to spin a story or a situation to make it appear one way when it really happened another way. Our words have a tremendous impact on us and on the people around us. We can use them to encourage or to discourage. And we end up doing it to ourselves and others. Our words can make us stronger or weaker and they can impact others similarly. I encourage you to pay attention to the words you speak today knowing that they are very important in determining whether you love life and enjoy good days or not. Pray with me. Father, help me to use my words in positive, truthful ways so I may love life and see good days. In Jesus' name. Father, I'm amazed to know that you are with me in whatever I do. Help me keep this wonderful truth in mind and enjoy good fellowship with you all throughout this day and all throughout the night. In Jesus' name, amen.
Genesis 21, 22, God is with you in everything you do. Pray with me, Father, I am sorry for the joyless days that I've spent because of wrong thoughts and attitudes. Forgive me, Lord, and teach me how to experience full joy in you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't go anywhere. There is more. Father, no matter how I have been disappointed or how much trouble I've been through, help me to hope again. Listeners, let me encourage you to be willing to hope again. Choose to believe that God will do something good in your situation and in your life. Gather your strength and determine that you will trust him and that you will begin to live at a whole new level of hope. Amen. And God's promises day by day. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. God does not waste our tears. He counts and invests each one. Tears of brokenness water the dry and parched places in our souls and in our world. One more ingredient is essential, though, if our tears are to produce fruit. Sowing. In the midst of pain, we are to give. In the midst of heartache, we are to serve. Brokenness minus service equals bitterness. Brokenness plus service equals fruitfulness. Matthew chapter 16, verse 27. The Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. If with courage and joy we pour ourselves out for God and for others for his sake, it is not possible to lose in any final sense anything worth keeping. We will lose ourselves and our selfishness. We will gain everything worth having. Let me repeat that. If with courage and joy we pour ourselves out for God and for others for his sake, it is not possible to lose in any final sense anything that is worth keeping. We will lose ourselves and our selfishness. 
and we will gain everything worth having. Amen. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. As moments go, that one appeared no different than any others. It came and went. It was one of the countless moments that have marked time since eternity became measurable. But in reality, that particular moment was like none other. For through that segment of time, a spectacular thing occurred. God became man. While the creatures of earth walked unaware, divinity had indeed arrived. Amen. Psalm 103 Verse 13, as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. If you are feeling crushed and confused, misunderstood and beaten down, resist the temptation to roll up your sleeves and listeners muster a self-imposed recovery plan this is your opportunity. Rather than fighting back, simply surrender. Embrace your weakness. Tell your Heavenly Father that you are trusting in the strength of His power. And look up, listeners. Keep on looking up. God's way, day by day. John chapter 15, verse 15. No longer do I call you servants, but I have called you friends. All who call Jesus Savior and Lord are invited to be his friend. What kind of friend is Jesus? He is the best friend that you will ever have. And he does for us what no one else can do. He helps us in ways that no one else can help us. And he loves us as no one else can ever love us. We may have difficulty seeing Jesus as our friend, but Jesus doesn't have any difficulty seeing us that way. Amen. Listeners, hold on to this privilege. Hold on to this glorious chance and opportunity to serve our Lord. Serve him with a smile. Serve him joyfully. Serve him sincerely. And he will reciprocate the love right back at.
Elisha. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. If you want to contribute to the podcast financially, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Please support us if you can. Bye for now.